Hi guys, it's Queen, the host of Unapologetically Queen. Um, tonight, I wanted to talk about my purpose in life. Now, I'm only 25. Hell, my purpose could probably change tomorrow, or next Tuesday, or 10 years from now. But, as most of you know, I do work in nursing. And if I cry talking about it, y'all, please excuse me. But I have been a contract CNA for the last four weeks. Next week is my last week. And I work on a post-acute unit. And right now, none of my residents have any covid we're actually considered the clean unit. We are off of quarantine. Of course, we still have to do the masking and wearing the gloves. We don't have to gown up. We don't have to wear the shoe covers. We just have to take the extra step to washing our hands between residents. I mean, common sense, but a lot of people don't know that. Um, hand sanitizing after every room you walk out of or after everything you touch, sanitizing everything like it's so far as to we get a sanitation fog every morning when I get off at 6. And then when I'm giving report at around 610, 615, as soon as 6.15 hits, the fog crew comes in and they shut all the residents' doors, the um, nurses' station doors, make sure we're not in the halls, and they do a sanitary fog. Like it's to sanitize everything. Um, but aside from that, it's, I know at first I didn't think COVID was as serious. I mean, I wasn't affected by it. I didn't give two shits about it. I wasn't wearing a mask when I went out. I wasn't, <clears throat> I just didn't care. And I know that's shitty to say for me being someone that works in nursing and that is going to be a nurse. That's terrible of me to say. And I have seen people who have had it and have been fine. And I have seen people who have had it and have went downhill super quick or passed away from it super quick. It's not that it's not preventable because obviously it can be. And it's not that oh, I'm young, I'm not going to catch it. Because you still can, but it's it really, it's not about it's not about you. It's really about the other people that can catch it and can potentially lose their lives over it. And me signing that contract has opened up my eyes to it a lot. I, I think the whole COVID goes a lot deeper than just the sickness. I have a resident, which obviously I can't tell you who he is, but... He's with it. He doesn't have dementia, no Alzheimer's, nothing. Just just health issues, whatever. And he'll even he's even told me that his mind isn't messed up and that and he's a very very intelligent man. He we're sitting there every time I go in to work. We sit there and talk. Every resident, even if they have dementia or anything 
if they're bedridden, if they can't get up and walk, or even if they don't speak another language, but I know they can understand me, I will sit in that room (laughs) for an extra 10 minutes because I know talking to them and comforting them makes them feel better. And this particular resident, he sat there and told me that his depression has been messing with him since the whole COVID thing happened. He was used to seeing his wife and his daughter all the time, and now he can barely even see them at the window. And I couldn't imagine being in a hospital having to do everything through a phone or through a glass like you're in jail like that I could not imagine not be able to love and kiss on my loved ones especially my son so I always give my residents and my patients that extra 10-15 minutes I don't care if it delays my charting I don't I really I I don't care if I if I get off late because of it that's fine it's not about me when I'm when I clock in you best believe it's about my residents it's about my patients it's about what they need what they want what I can do and what I what I can't do if I can't do it I make sure that I get someone that can do it well I just know that this whole COVID thing is affecting everyone and I mean yeah it's affecting everyone in a negative way there's people that are losing Finances. There's people that have lost homes. They have lost everything. Hell, some some people even lost their faith. And I think that that is the worst thing to lose is your faith. Because if you don't have faith, you don't have anything. Your faith is something that you have to live by. It's something you have to live on. And that's what a lot of these people in the nursing homes and hospitals are living by. Um... That resident that I was previously speaking about, he he does believe it can get better with time, but he doesn't think that the nursing homes are gonna get better because a lot of them are clusters. A lot of them have a surplus of the sickness going around. And it is affecting them so bad. I have seen everyone's behavior skyrocket. And and it's like 10 times worse than it was before COVID even hit. I have seen people... There's been some residents that have just cried because they can't see their kids. All they can do is talk to them on the phone. It's not the same to being able to see them. Um... I don't know. It's it's heartbreaking because right now in this crazy ass year, this crazy ass time with everything that's going crazy right now, if you have a loved one in a hospital or in a nursing home, you need to thank the team that is helping them out. And I only say that is because right now we're we're their family. We're the only social interaction that they really get. We're the only ones that are really there that can comfort them, that can tell them everything's going to be okay. I 
I honestly never in my life thought that I would ever work in the medical field. And then when my mom got sick, I helped take care of her. I watched the doctors do absolutely everything with her. When my sister LaShawn did something for my mom, I watched her very closely before I decided that that was what I wanted to do. Just because I needed to know what was going on, what she was doing, how she was doing. Because, hell, one day I would have to do it. And it it was me that had to do it one day. And... That kind of made me decide, like, yes, my purpose is to take care of people, help people, be there for people. And then this year hits with COVID and working two jobs. There's why I throw out the, the two jobs because, you know, they're both nursing and home health. It's it's just as bad. Like, they, I had a client the other day tell me she has not left her house since COVID hit. She'll leave, but if she leaves, she does, like, the grocery pickup where they drop it off in her trunk. She doesn't have any interaction with them. She does everything online. The only social interaction she really has is with her with her family, which is not very... Ooh. Sorry, y'all. It's past my bedtime. Anyways, it's not very often that she gets to see her kids. And other than that, her interaction's us. Same within a nursing home. My residents, their interactions, us. We are the advocates for your grandma, your mom, your aunt, your uncle, your grandpa, or even your little sister or your little brother that's in the hospital. My resident that I was just speaking of, saying how his depression was getting worse, being stuck there, not being able to see his family, he was on the phone with his wife. And she politely asked him to put her on speaker. And, of course, I cried like a baby after she got through talking to me. But she told me that she could always tell whenever I came on the clock. Because her husband's whole demeanor over the phone changes. He's a lot happier. He's a lot more. He's more him. He's not so depressed or so grumpy or so upset. Not... He's back to himself, he's happy, he's giddy, he's more himself. All because I spend that extra 10 to 15 minutes with him whenever I come in. And she thanked me a thousand and one times for that. Over and over and over. And then the other day, I went to a client's house. It was a pickup client, so it wasn't even one of my regular clients. And his wife has dementia really bad. As soon as I got there, she grew an instant attachment to me. We had lunch. We prayed together. We laughed. Anytime she stumbled over her words or had issues talking about something, I let her finish and then redirected her and helped her figure out what she was trying to say. And that gave her a lot of reassurance. Literally that day before I left, my client's husband told me 
that he prayed to God asking that they would send his wife a good aid. Even when we were having lunch together, he prayed and thanked God for me. Prayed over me and prayed over my son, who they have never met. And thanked God for bringing me into their lives. I talked to that client's husband last night because he called my job requesting that I give him a call. And he said ever since I left his house, he's prayed and prayed and prayed. And he wouldn't want anyone better than me to take care of his wife. And he said he prayed and asked God that this was the right thing to do, make it happen. How, I, I couldn't say no. I would have crushed... And, Not only would I have said no, in the background you heard his wife saying, Honey, tell her yes. Tell her she needs to come back. And he swore up and down that she wouldn't have known who I was after I'd left. I just... I feel like... A lot of us in the nursing field... Some aren't meant to be in that field, and then there's others who bust their asses, roll with the punches, because, you know, there are some days you really get your ass beat working in this field, (laughs) and you realize that this is what you're meant to do, and this all comes down to my, my life's purpose. I, after this last month of me working and I went a week almost without seeing my son other than over FaceTime. I went a few days without sleep or would sleep in my car in the parking lot at work just to wake up in time to go to my other job. Just to make sure that my residents and my clients had the care that they needed. And when I would come home to my son, when he wasn't with his Mimi, I would come home to make sure he got the care that he needed. I truly believe that my purpose in life is to care for people, to help people, be there for people, love people when they can't love themselves. Because right now, that's all I'm seeing at work. And even people around me, family, friends, there's a lot of them that are struggling to just love themselves. Struggling so hard. And if I can have all of this love and confidence and happiness, why can I not spread it to anyone else? I feel like those are the most three contagious things that anyone could get is confidence, happiness, the whole nine. Y'all, I forgot the third one that I didn't say, so. (laughs) But I know it probably sounded like I was just rambling. But just just a few of those scenarios, they just... 
if that doesn't brighten your night or your day, I don't know what will. And sometimes old people are mean. They don't give a damn. They're like kids. Just like when a kid would sit there and tell you, you look fat. Okay, well, listen, you're a little bastard. I didn't ask you. You know? Kids are the same way. The exact same way. But they don't know any better. Well, some do. Some are just flat out hateful. A lot of these old people. Some, Yeah, a lot of these old people are hateful. Because I can walk into someone's room. Why are you here? You just the help. Okay. You right. I am just the help, but I'm here to help you. So what's up? But regardless of how dirty or how hateful any of my residents are, I still give them the utmost respect and care that they need and deserve. Because when you have dementia or Alzheimer's, your mind isn't where it needs to be. And there's some days I catch myself, like when I give report, I complain and complain. And then I realize, why am I complaining? I have more freedom than these people that are locked up in the nursing homes and hospitals. I can go home and love on my family. They can't. I don't have to just have phone calls and FaceTime videos of FaceTime calls with my families. So not only is this episode about knowing your purpose in life, and trust me, you don't have to know your purpose in life. Not everybody has that little light, that, that what, epiphany? Is that what it is? Yeah. That just, uh, I don't even know if I'm using it in the right context, y'all. I'm so fucking tired, and I'm sitting, ooh, I said I was going to stop cussing too. My bad. Um, not everyone gets that whole, oh my God, this is it. This is what I'm meant to do. Not everybody gets that. But... I really and truly feel with this last month being super challenging between both jobs and my clients and my residents and my mental health and everything, I am really and truly meant to be in the field that I am. I am meant to become a nurse. I am meant to take care of people. And I cannot wait for the day that I finish nursing and I can look up and tell my mom I did it. She has always told me that I will find my purpose before too long. And what's crazy is I can picture that conversation in my head because we were at my sister LaShawn's and I was just so upset about school. And she told me to stop stressing. I'm young. You'll figure it out. You'll find your purpose before too long. And God damn was that woman right. And I hated telling her. I used to hate telling her she was right. And she would always tell me I'm going to make a great nurse. She'd always say, Queen baby, you'll make a beautiful nurse. You have such a big heart. Your attitude's shitty. <laughs> but you'll make a great nurse all the time. And the fact that I can sit here and talk to you guys today and look back and just sit here and think like, oh my God, she was right. Y'all, two years later, I fucking find, two years after the woman passes, I find my purpose. I mean, 
if she were here, she'd be like, haha, I told you so. I'm glad she I'm glad she ain't saying that. But just know you'll find your purpose in life if you ain't found it yet. You can be 74 years old and find it. You can search for that passion of yours. Dig for it. It doesn't come in a day and it doesn't come in a month. Hell, it doesn't even come in five minutes. Give it time. Be a little more graceful. Enjoy life a little more. You have a lot more freedom than a lot of these people that are in nursing homes and hospitals and places that don't get visitors. I know shit's rough right now. But... If you're not working, use this time to find your purpose. Use this time to find more about you. Dig a little bit deeper. Do all of those things that you said that you want, that you've been wanting to do and you keep putting them off. But whatever makes you happy, do just that. Whatever helps you find your purpose, do just that. With that being said, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope that it helps someone. Um, Seriously, find your purpose. Work towards your purpose. Find that part of you that the world deserves to know. Because your life's purpose could really and truly and easily help someone else's life. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, Share with your friends and family. Like and subscribe. I am on all platforms now. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Good night, guys.